Welcome to the Colors of Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Cedric Weatherspoon, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Dr. Asia King, licensed professional clinical counselor. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. I am Dr. Asia King, co-host of Colors of Relationships, and this is... Cedric Weatherspoon, uh, co-host of the Colors of Relationship. And I'm a licensed in marriage and family therapist. Oh, yeah. And I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor and counseling psychologist. So, yeah, in this episode, we're going to be talking about getting to know us. So we are on our 10th episode, right, Sid? Yes. 10. 10. That's that's our favorite number. We made it. Yes. We've talked about food, money, politics. Oh, the coronavirus, but we realized that we never talked about, like, why did we even start the podcast in the first place, right? Yes. Why is the relationship? So we're going to get into that that today and really just kind of share our personal stories on what made us passionate about doing a podcast. So, Sid, what got you interested? Because you came to me with the ideal of the colors relationships. And you know, I'm always on board with whatever you say. You say, Asia, we're going to do a podcast. I was like, okay, what's up? <laughs> now, we, we've been talking, you know, we have our Chop It Up Fridays. You know, like we, we're both therapists and we, we're working, we work at Empowered Therapeutic Support Services. And we, you know, on Fridays is our day of debriefing, getting together and just talking and feeling like, connecting and so dr and asia and dr asia and i always get into these in-depth conversation about any and everything and so especially during football season you know the florida gators are the number one team in the country and dr asia is rolled rolled tied all the way we decided, like, we've been having all these conversations. We should record some of our conversations because some of the conversations really pertain to a lot of the folks that we serve and some of the issues that, are, that impact our work and our families and other relationships that we have. have. And so we, I think we've probably been going back and forth for the last, like, couple years, six months, or well. Three years? Ever since we started, ever since I came over to Empower, we've been chopping it up where we just like, what you doing? Nothing. Your client coming in? No. Okay, come on, let's sit down and talk. And we end up, I'm supposed to be off of work. It's like 7 o'clock at night, and we just <laughs> chopping it up, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something about the fascination to find a like, not even like-minded, because Sid and I definitely don't always agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not all the time not all the time but I mean it's definitely refreshing when you have somebody that you can just throw ideas and we throw our dreams you know off of each other and say hey what do you think about this what do you think about that and I think we talked about that in another uh, podcast we had when we talked about collaborating with people to help foster your dreams but you came up with the colors of relationships like why what, what was the point out of all the names you picked the colors of relationships why You know, I think the concept started with, you know, just the political, the climate that we're in right now. Things are so divisive. It's it's black or white. It's middle class. It's it's European. uh, 
uh, international versus American is uh, like Mexican versus the wall. It, it's just so much stuff going on that pretty much have us, you know, divided. And I just was hard pressed to think about what are some of the common threads that everyone has. And as human beings, we all have relationships. And so that is the main reason why I decided that how about let's talk about all the great relationships that we are part of. Yeah. And I think, I think when you came up with that idea, the colors and I always think about like crayons and mm -hmm. so many hues and so many just varieties of, of color. And, you know, as therapists, we're always helping people to look at relationships differently and look at it in as many realms, right? Like nothing, right we talk about with our clients are linear. So mm -hmm. we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and continue on what got us so passionate about the colors of relationships and why we want to just share just the beautiful relationships we know of with the rest of the world. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Um, I'm your co-host, Dr. Asia King with Cedric, Cedric Weatherspoon. I said it for you, Cedric Weatherspoon. Thank you. <laughs> and this is the colors of relationships. And we're continuing our conversation on, you know, why we even started this podcast. And said you were saying that, you know, being able to explore all of the various relationships that people experience. So I was just telling you earlier, collectively, yeah. if we added our years together, we have well over 40 years worth of therapy experience if we were to yes. add numbers, right? In all different areas. In all different areas, exactly. What is something that you've realized when it comes to people and relationships? Like, what, what has been a theme? Well, I just think relationships are, are very complex. I mean, uh, part of my training as a, a therapist is like systems therapy. And so it looks at all aspects of relationships. So relationships with yourself, relationships with your family, and relationships with your the community at large. We call it social cultural relationships. And so that's my training. So when I kind of think about like, you know, growth and I think about, you know, uh, addressing problems, it's about like looking at it in the con context of the whole. Um, and so talking about, you know, our, and, and I believe as, as human beings, we all have these layers of relationships. And so changing that narrative and let's say, let's get down and talk about, you know, all the relationships that we're in and then have in-depth conversations about all the things that we're sometimes triggered by, you know, relationships we're triggered triggered by like for example like political climate folks are triggered by by that um you know the relationship with our health you know what is our relationship with our doctors and all these relationships that we engage in and just having a general conversation about that and and looking at it from one a therapeutic lens and also looking at it as just a regular human being that engage in relationship and, and wants that want help healthy relationships. Right. I mean, yeah. And working as a therapist as well, you know, everybody has a relationship. 
everybody has a relationship. And whenever I ask, you know, people like, who are you in a relationship with? Oh, I don't have any relationships. I don't deal with nothing or nobody. And then when I start to explore, like, well, do you go to the doctor? Do you go to the grocer? Do you go to a, a particular bodega? You know, do you go to a particular bank? And then they're starting to tell me all of these places that they frequently attend, and how they have particular people just may not be intimate, but particular people that they look forward to seeing. I let them know that's a relationship. It's an interaction that you have within and around your experiences. So when people are working, you know, when you're working, even if you don't have a partner, but you have a job, you've got work relationships. Yes. So it's, it's to be able to help redefine what does relationship mean? I think that's so empowering to let people know that you're not working in this bubble. Like you're, you're working in, in various aspects of your life with, with all sorts of things. So that's why I was so excited when you brought this notion to me. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a break and we're going to um, come back. And in the next segment said, I want us to be able to talk about like, when are we not, how do we recognize when we're not in these healthy relationships that we desire and then what do we do about it? So we're going to take a break. Thank you for joining us in the Colors of Relationships and we'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Dr. Asia King, along with... Cedric Wotherspoon. That's right. And mm -hmm. this is the relationships as we continue our conversation around why did we even start the colors of relationships? And I think I was going to ask you, um, you know, we were following the topic of when you get into a bad relationship, like, how do you know? What do you do with it? Like, that's such a big topic. But what 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 makes for an unhealthy relationship said you ever been in an unhealthy relationship like a bad relationship like don't call me no more put you on black block kind of relationship well yeah of course i mean i think a part of learning what a healthy relationship is 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 learning how learning what bad relationships are you know i think relationships are trial and error Ooh, um, yeah. and so Yes, how you, you got to learn, you got to fall down first before you learn how to ride the bike. Right. And so some of the negative, some relationships, like bad relationships I've been in is probably like when I first started out trying to date, you know, <laughs> uh, trying to figure out what a person needs, what they want, how am I in relationships to them, what do they want from me, am I getting what I need from them? And so in those earlier years, it was about codependency. Like I'm, I'm depending on you to make my life, you know, better, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that lays the foundation of how we act in all of our relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about, our, you know, we talk about relationships with our politicians. So, you know, we, we expect politicians to come in to make our lives better, you know? Mm -hmm. How do we improve their lives? You know, do we ask ourselves that question? You know, or what, what are they going to? Do they want us heckling them when they're not doing the best job that they possibly can, can be or they're not saying the, the right things? You know, so our relationships with our environment, you know, we heavily rely on our resources like water and 
you know, oil and, and all the things that we need to function as human beings. But do we really have a great relationship with our environment, which is not taking so much, taking so much, but not giving back or not taking care of it or overusing it. And so those are things that, you know, when you look at the gamut of relationship in as a systemic therapist, looking at it all and trying to tie it all together and say, well, your, your first relationship has impacted all of your relationship and how you function in all your relationship. So that's a complex way of looking at it. But I think, you know, current, just looking at the relationship that you have and defining like, you know, what is the dynamic of this relationship and how is this, how's, how am I helping this situation or how's that, how am I benefiting from that situation? Right. And I like what you said about, you know, relationships being trial and error. You know, um, I feel like we're so hard on ourselves because we think we're supposed to know how to do it right away. And that's not true. That's not mm -hmm. true. You know, I didn't get to the point of being so cool, calm, and collected uh, by just coming out the womb like that. I it, Ask about me back in Birmingham, okay? <laughs> ask about Asia King, okay? Uh, you might get a few stories, but... <laughs> Do you get that? Do you get that today? No, because I had to go through great relationships to horrible relationships to just kind of going nowhere relationships, whether that was at a job, whether that was with uh, an intimate partner or even friends. You know, when you talk about your, your environment, you know, what's your relationship with your environment? Now that we're, you know, working from home and, and navigating our lives from the house, I'm now going back to what my grandma used to do, which is gardening. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I used to watch my grandma garden and she used to uh, prune her, her bushes and, and really take delicate care of her like rose bushes and stuff like that. Mm. And I missed that. And yesterday I got down in the dirt. At first I had on gloves and then I took the gloves off and to feel the cool of the earth. Oh mm. my gosh. Like that is so there's something like that energy of just feeling the world, like literally, you know? Um, and then my property, like this is mine, you know? There was a, mm -hmm. a, a certain level of pride that came with that. Mm -hmm. So as we wrap up our conversation around, you know, why was the color of relationships started, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to, have our takeaways on what do we want from this podcast? What do we want you guys to get from this podcast? So let's take a break and we'll come back. Thanks for listening. See you. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Asia King and I'm with Cedric Weatherspoon, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm licensed professional clinical counselor and counseling psychologist. And this is The Color of Relationships. And thank you for coming back to join us as we wrap up our conversation around why did we even start The Colors of Relationships. So this segment, we're going to do our takeaways. So what's your takeaway, Ed? Like, why should people even listen? Well, I... I think I would love for people to listen because it, the colors of relationships start, it, it, it's a broad perspective of our world. And I think just dealing with the day-to-day -day stress of the world, 
it's cool to take a break and normalize and say, hey, some of the stuff I'm going through, other people are going through also. And then the other piece is, you know, how can we maximize our relationships to strength and strengthen our relationships? That means relationships with your doctors, your neighbors, your environment, uh, the person you buy your groceries from, uh, your spouse, your children, all of the above. And just start to think a little bit about, although you feel, sometimes you feel stressed, it's okay to rec- recognize that other folks may be feeling stressed too. And this podcast gives you a different, a different perspective and also allows you to kind of pause and think a little bit different that, you know, our relationships are broad and we have more in common than not. That's beautiful. Um, and what is my takeaway? So my takeaway on why we want people to listen to the covers of relationships is that we want, I want people to be able to experience the different hues of how they experience the world. You know, I go to the bank, you know, every other weekend for whatever. And every time I go to the bank, I always have a different interaction. Whether it's a different interaction with the teller, whether it's a different interaction with the way I got to put in my money or take out my money, um, <laughs> but it's a different it's a different interaction. Mm-hmm. And so our relationships are always changing. There is nothing linear. There is nothing normal. There is nothing uh, static about it. You know, relationships shift and they form and they're beautiful and they engage so many of our emotions, which makes you feel alive. And, you know, mm-hmm. just being a practitioner for well over 18, 19 years, um, I know that some of the people who have struggled was when they weren't able to find where they did fit into relationships. So with this podcast, I want everybody to be able to hear our stories because said you and I both come from the South. I'm yes. from, you know, Birmingham, Alabama. You're from Beloved Florida, Pensacola, Florida. Come on, man. I'm not from Jacksonville. I'm from the other side. I'm a, I'm from Lower Alabama. That's what they call us. Lower. So really, you're a, you're an Alabamian. Fifty miles from Alabama, and so I do have a southern accent too. Tide. No tide. I'm still oh. a Gator. You know, I got Marquette Oliver is my made me a Florida Gator because that's my nephew, and that's where where his alma mater is, and that's where I've been since 1988, 89, and I'm not moving. Well, when you're ready to come to the winning side, you just come holler at me, okay? You just come holler at me. But in the meantime, you know, we're going to bring people stories and perspectives, and we're going to bring in guests, and we're gonna we're gonna have such colorful, honest, transparent, gut-wrenching, like, test the waters, oh, my God, you know, like, hold your pearls kind of conversations. Because in therapy sessions, you know, people talk about mental health on TV, and they do, like, the topical discussion. Get your mental health, go see a professional. But as professionals working in the field, like, we get access to real conversations. You know, and my goal and my hopes are that we can have real conversation to normalize what we know. A lot of people are already thinking, but sometimes we're just too afraid to say. Absolutely. So where so, do people find us at? So we're we're kind of a thing now. You know, we we've been our tenth episode. And Ooh. so you can find us on Google Podcasts. 
in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we're also working on some other platforms that we're, um, you know, we're, they're kind of slow to go. They're, they're warming up to our style. Um, so we have, so as we get on other platforms, we'll let you know um, when, we're, when we become available on those platforms. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. It's pretty cool. Just on, if you're on Facebook, look up the colors of relationships. Um, we're on Facebook and we also, you can get access to our podcast on that too. So, and said, if somebody wants to reach you, because for everybody that's listening, said, and I do presentations and we do, uh, lectures and speaking engagements and we do trainings as well. So we're not just therapists, but we definitely go out into the community and we're changing organizations and helping professionals and anybody and everybody in between. So said, how can uh, people reach you if they want to consult with you for more services? Well, if you want to go to Empowered Therapeutic Support Services, uh, my email address is available on there. Uh, I'm also, you know, under construction is my consultant uh, webpage. I'm still hammering away at that. And when that becomes available, I'll make sure I get you that information or just, you know, Google us and give me a call. You can just put my name in, Cedric Wetherspoon, marriage, licensed marriage and family therapist, Minneapolis. Send me an email. You can drop me a line on our Facebook page. You can send us a message. We respond pretty quickly. Absolutely. And if you would like to get in contact with me, you can always go to www.drkingmindbalance.com. That's www.drkingmindbalance.com. Or you can email me at brave defiance llc at gmail.com that's brave defiance llc at gmail.com thank you for joining us we hope that you enjoyed this conversation um and we definitely hope that you go out to either spotify apple or google Podcasts to check out the colors of relationships i'm your host dr asia king with cedric weatherspoon licensed marriage and family therapist and licensed professional clinical counselor and counseling psychologist. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace. And be well. Be well. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook at The Colors of Relationships. Join the conversation on Twitter at The C-O-R Podcast. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Colors of Relationships.